If this is your first time joining me on the show, I want to say welcome and thanks for you sharing your time. In the previous episode, we talked about the one thing you must beat, the one challenger that you have to overcome if you really want to live a truly uniquely great life. In today's episode, we'll talk about the number one reason why many people get stuck on their journey and then get frustrated with being stuck when the real power for progress lies in doing one simple thing, and that is avoiding the FTL syndrome. There was a movie that I watched some time ago with this same title, FTL or Failure to Launch. It was about a 35-year-old guy who had an interesting and seemingly successful job brokering boats. He drove the nice car. He had a passion for sailing and a life that seemed great. The only downside was that he still lived at home with his parents and they wanted him to leave. It seemed that no matter what his parents did, He just did not want to really grow up and move out on to exploring and finding his own path in life. He somehow preferred the safety of hiding behind his parents, and he would not leave the nest. While this seemed like a funny story, the sad truth is that this theory often holds true in many people's lives as they seem to get bitten by the failure to launch bug. We see some examples of this theory almost every day. We see or we know people who failed to launch their businesses, even though they did the research, they understood the market, they knew exactly how to fill the needs in the marketplace. Then someone else took their idea and made a fortune of that business. The first individual's life then falls apart when they saw what they could have done. Failed to launch in the career area, we've seen this also. You know, even though their current career was driving them to the brink of frustration, the salary was too low, the benefits were horrible, and they were unfulfilled in what they did, yet they chose to stay in the company for 30 years while chasing the fading dream of a new career. We've seen people in the failure to launch aspect of a new relationship, that even though the current relationship was causing them heartache and pain, sleepless nights, and even health issues. They chose to stay there, even if it killed them. And unfortunately, sometimes it does. Now, why am I shedding light on this failure to launch issue? Well, it's simply because I too understand from personal experiences that no amount of great ideas and plans are really worth anything if they are never launched. You have to launch something before it can become an asset to you or anyone else. And this is where I see most people fall flat. This concept of failure to launch is not a new theory, but has been rooted in the human cycle of life for over 3,000 years. It is one of the true obstacles that may stand in your way to walking in your unique greatness. You know, there's a story in the Bible that showed how God got upset with someone who failed to launch, and it caused those around him to be made uncomfortable to the point that they were almost destroyed. Here's how the story went. God had placed a wonderful treasure inside a man and sent him to share it with a particular city. He wanted them to see the error of their ways, to turn around and to be blessed by his almighty hand. Now, This guy not only failed to launch himself on his mission and his assignment that God had given him, but 
he decided to go in the opposite direction from where God had sent him. To make a long story short, as he was on board a ship heading in the opposite direction, a storm arose and almost destroyed the ship. It only subsided after he was thrown overboard. He was swallowed up by a whale and coughed up on the beach on the same city where God had sent him originally. After he shared the treasure of repentance with the people of the city, they recognized their failure and they admitted that they were wrong. Then they changed their minds about what they had been doing and accepted God's way. In the end, they were all blessed because one man obeyed God. He finally accepted the assignment and launched on one of the most important missions of his lifetime. Now, the significance of this was that a whole city, which was the city of Nineveh, was depending on one man whose name was Jonah to launch himself and to share his God-given gifts with them to improve the quality of their lives. So that leads to successfully navigating the failure to launch minefield. You see, the failure to launch enemy can be so cunning at times that it is important that you become aware of his hidden attempts to take you completely out of the game of life. And just like Agent Fair, the biggest strategies are the mind games that he likes to play. Have you ever watched a movie about war? Do you remember ever seeing soldiers trying to work their way through a field full of landmines? They're careful at every step. They test the ground around them with sticks, taking great pains to be sure that they never hear the first click of a landmine arming itself because they know full well if they hear the first click, they probably would hear the last and they'd be blown to pieces. Well, the failure to launch terrorists uses the same principle of setting landmines in your path to ensure you never reach your full potential and unlock your unique greatness. He uses a simple type of equipment and he works tirelessly to place them in the command center of your life, which is your mind. These Landmines or mind mines may look simple to many people, but they pack some real explosive power and will paralyze you if you allow this FTL assassin a chance to detonate them in your life's control room. What are these mind mines? They are those deadly bombs designed to look like common myths, which so many people believe and accept as truths about themselves and their dreams. And this is what usually keeps them from even attempting anything worthwhile in their lives. And once this happens, the FTL terrorist has won. I believe that there are a number of myth bombs that are planted in our minds, but here are the three most common and powerful ones. Myth bomb number one. I don't have anything special to offer. Let me tell you a little story that will prove that whatever God places in your life, is special to the people you were called to reach. Jesus was moved with compassion when he saw a crowd of suffering, hurting people one day, and he worked until evening ministering to their needs. When it began to get really late in the evening, the disciples came to him and said, This is a desert place. Time is now past. Send the multitude away that they may go into the villages and buy food for themselves. Well, to make this long story shorter, Jesus took the lunch that a small boy gave to him, he broke it, blessed it, and handed his disciples to share it among the people. This was not 
a big lunch to share because it consisted of only two small fishes and five loaves of bread. Yet, at the master's touch, it fed over 5,000 people and still had leftovers. Your life does have something special to offer others, no matter how small it may seem. This makes you significant in the eyes of God because he knows if you can just allow him to bless your gift, even you will be amazed at the powerful effect that it has on the life of others. Myth bomb number two, my life is too messed up. Here's great news. You are perfect for your assignment. How can I say that? Well, if you were going through a difficult situation in life, which would you rather take advice from? Someone who has faced the same difficult problems and overcame them or someone who just read books about it? Somehow, I knew you would choose the first individual. What I'm telling you is that the things you have experienced, which were meant to destroy you, left you with a triumphant story to tell instead. This alone has given you something of great value to share with others who are currently experiencing what you have already been through. You know, God loves working with messed up lives. They are the ones that look even greater when he is finished polishing and replacing the broken pieces. And then there's myth bomb number one. I am a complete miserable failure. Three quick questions if you feel that way. Who told you that you were a failure? Who qualified them to be an authority figure on success and failure? And why would you listen to them? God is not bothered by your failures because he knows that life involves both ups and downs, both seasons of failures and successes, and both good and bad. That's just a part of the cycle of life. He's most concerned when you do not rise up from the ashes of your failure and walk towards the seasons of successes that he has already designed for you. He becomes concerned because he realizes that you have allowed your past mistakes to rob you of the best that your future has to offer. Think about this for a moment. Aren't there four seasons in each year, summer, winter, spring, and fall? Does winter last forever? Of course not. Spring has to come at some point to allow the cycle of seasons to complete itself. Now, you may be experiencing what you feel is a lifetime of failure right now, but I can guarantee you that your summer of success is right around the corner. However, you've got to move towards it. Now, how can I guarantee this? Because I've seen the same thing happen in my own life and even the lives of people around me. All I can tell you is that I've found that God stands behind his guarantee himself. Even King David shared his story when he said, Weeping may endure for night, but joy comes in the morning. Now, isn't both morning and night just seasons of the day? And this brings us to a simple question that you got to answer. The question is, whose life is waiting for you to launch your God-given gifts, your abilities and talents, so that they can take what you offer and use it to build a life that is truly great? Who is waiting on what you have? The key is that this is no longer just about you. It's also about the other people that God has assigned to help you. And please don't ever get caught up in the famous lie that someone else could do it because that someone else may already be working at unlocking and unleashing their greatness to affect the lives of the people they are designed to reach. The truth is, your unique greatness is given to touch the lives of others and influence them positively for the kingdom of heaven. 
And God really wants you to step into your greatness because he has invested and he has an invested interest in you. He knows that if you could ever tap into that reservoir that he's deposited in you, you would become almost unstoppable. So he will do everything possible to help you discover, develop, and deliver what is inside you. All you have to do is decide to work with him. In the next upcoming episode, we'll talk about how to go about skillfully annihilating the failure to launch syndrome so you can accomplish those things that have silently been waiting to be unleashed from within your heart so that you step and walk fully in your unique greatness.